Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. Consistent performances come from consistency in preparation. If you want to go into every single game with the mindset that is going to help you elevate your performances and perform your best, you need to be sure that you're utilizing a pregame routine. Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast. I'm your host, Eli Straw. This week, we are going to be discussing how you can craft your own pregame routine. The reason pregame routines are so important is because consistent performances only result from consistent preparation. And come game day, the physical preparation you've done is really all that you can do. You know, I've tried many times in my baseball career to tweak my swing right before a game starts. And all that ever really does is make us focus on our own mechanics. And we really don't want to be focused on mechanics come game day. That's the time to let go and perform. And a pregame routine, what that's going to do is allow you to let go and perform because you are getting yourself into this relaxed mindset. You're getting yourself into this motivated mindset if that's what you need. You're getting yourself to the point where you're feeling more confident. All of that is going to result from you using a pregame routine. Not only that, but a pregame routine is going to help you feel comfortable. No matter if it's the biggest game of your career or just the first game of the season, you want to approach it the same mentally. That may sound strange because you might think that you need to approach a big game where there's all this pressure with more intensity. But then I'll ask you, why don't you approach every game that way? If you approach every game the same way, when these huge games come about, you're not going to feel any different because you've approached every game up to that point the same. So when you go into that game, you're not adding any pressure. When we play in big games or when it's these big moments, one of the things that usually gets in your way is going to be the added pressure. Now, if the added pressure doesn't get in your way and you excel in these moments, that's great. But most people are going to feel a lot of expectations, a lot of pressure. And that happens because you are not comfortable. You're not comfortable because you're not approaching that game just like you would every single game. A pregame routine allows you, no matter what what severity the game is, whether it's a big game, a small game, or whatever, you're going to approach it the same because your goal as an athlete should be to perform every single game to the best of your abilities. And even if you're not performing the game to to the best of your abilities, you should be approaching the game the same. Because if you approach the game the same, you're creating that consistency within your mind so that you are establishing this sort of comfort to where I know that I'm going to start a game feeling confident because I have the tools to do so. There are two phases to a pregame routine that you want to pay attention to. One is going to be the night before or the days leading up to the game. And then the next phase is going to be game day, what you're going to do that morning and leading up to the start of the game. Let's first discuss what you're going to do the night before or nights before. The reason I say nights before is because if you're a football player, you play once a week. So you have a whole week to prepare. However, if you're a baseball player, you might play two or three times a week, so you only have one or two days to prepare. Either way, the concepts are going to be the same. There are two tools that you're going to use in the night before part of your pregame routine. The first one is going to be preparing for your opponent. Why do we need to prepare for our opponent? Shouldn't we just only focus on ourselves? Well, when you prepare for your opponent, this can help you, one, gain a competitive edge, 
But then also it goes back to that comfort that I was talking about earlier. When you prepare for your opponent, you know what you're expecting. So you feel a little bit more comfortable and you also feel a little bit more confident. You're taking some of the guesswork away. You also are going to help you gain a competitive advantage against your opponent. If I knew going into a game that a pitcher had a fastball and a changeup, but his curveball wasn't very good, then I knew that if I saw his curveball, I could probably lay off of it because it's more than likely going to be a ball. Or I also loved it when I knew that a pitcher was the kind of guy who always threw a fastball. He always tried to get ahead on batter. So I knew, okay, I can be very aggressive on the first pitch because I know this guy is going to come at me with a fastball. However, it's also difficult sometimes to get this type of information. The type of information you know, you're going to want to look for are stats, video, because video is always going to help you. If you're a basketball player, having some video on your opponent's shooting form. That's going to help you be a better defender because you're going to know how quick is their release. How quick are they off the dribble? What do they do when they don't have the ball? All of those sorts of things are going to help you. Yet, if you're playing in high school or maybe at a lower level college team, this can be difficult. You just want to do your best to gain as much information as you can on your opponent that is going to help you gain a competitive advantage. Don't get caught up in this. Don't start looking at the other team's stats, and psyching yourself out, if that's what's happening, then drop this part. Don't worry about it. Only look at the opponent's stats and videos if it's going to help you. Don't look at it if it's going to intimidate you. The other tool you want to use is mental rehearsal. Mental rehearsal allows you to get just that extra bit of training in before a game. When you've trained all you can physically and you don't really want to push any more physically because you need to give yourself some time to rest before the performance, that's when you then turn to your mind. Mental rehearsal is so phenomenal because it allows you to repeatedly see yourself perform your skills within the safety of your mind. It's not going to take any toll on your physical body. So it allows you just this nice opportunity to train a little bit more. There are a few different ways that you can use mental rehearsal when you're wanting to prepare for a game. You can use mental rehearsal to help you build confidence. This is going to come from repeatedly seeing yourself perform a task and then feeling confident while you do it, then also feeling successful when you're finished. Mental rehearsal is also used to help you get into a relaxed state. Before a game during this phase, you're going to want to be visualizing a very relaxing scene. It really has nothing to do with your sport. It's just a relaxing scene. For example, visualizing yourself walking on the beach or visualizing yourself sitting on the couch watching TV wherever you are the most relaxed. The reason you want to do this before game is come game day, you want to be able to just immediately bring that thought into your mind and have that thought trigger the feelings of relaxation within your body. And that comes from practicing this mental rehearsal where you're getting relaxed before the game actually starts. And then another way you can also use mental rehearsal for is helping yourself deal with pressure. If you have a difficult time performing well in crunch time moments or when you feel a lot of pressure on you, you can actually visualize yourself. Put yourself in that situation where you're feeling a lot of pressure. So put yourself in a situation where you're feeling anxious and you're feeling really tense. And then switch that. So you feel that emotion and then you switch it and now you're feeling calm. You're feeling confident. You're feeling ready to perform. And then you see yourself succeed much like you do with the confidence one. Leading into the game for your pregame routine, it starts before game day. You want to be preparing for your opponent and then also using mental rehearsal. 
Now it's time to turn our focus to game day. What are you going to do on game day to put yourself in the right mindset to perform your best? There are three tools that you want to use, and then there's also two kind of tips that I want to tell you about at the end of the video. The first tool you're going to use is a success-defining process. You need to define success for yourself during that game. What is it going to mean for you to finish that game and be successful? Really try hard right now to not make this about stats because the stats are going to be a lot of times not within your control. Really focus here on process goals. Set process goals for yourself that are going to be the definition of success for you, such as having a certain mindset, repeating a self-talk routine during the game, making sure you follow through on your shot, making sure that you're driving your knees up when you're sprinting. All those small process elements of your game on the mental and physical side are where you want to define success. If you focus on those, what this is doing is it's giving your mind a focal point so that during the game you don't begin to drift to the outcome. The outcome is where a lot of anxiety, fear of failure, and distractions are really going to take place. So if you can shift that attention and bring it into the present moment, which is what setting process goals does, it's going to help you give more energy to those tasks, which are ultimately going to build upon one another and produce the outcome that you want. So the first thing you want to do is define success for yourself. The next tool is going to be breath work. Breath work can be done right before you start a game, but then it can also be done and performed during the game. So before a game, you want to sit down and give yourself some time to really breathe. You can do this in two different phases. You can do it before you get to the field. So maybe spend some, some time, about five to ten minutes, and practice some breathing. Close your eyes and just begin to breathe rhythmically in and out. What this is going to do is help you ground yourself in the moment and also promote that sense of mindfulness that you can then carry into the game. Now, right before the game starts, when you're feeling all those nerves and all those pregame jitters, practice a count breathing exercise where you breathe in for five and then you breathe out for a count of 10. This is going to help you bring yourself back into that mindful state and also calm your nerves and clear your mind going into the game. The third tool you want to use is, once again, mental rehearsal or visualization. Mental rehearsal is so powerful that you want to be using it in both the night before phase and then also the day of the game. Because mental rehearsal, it, it does so many different things, like I said. It promotes confidence. It helps you feel like you have more mastery in your skills. And then it also helps you get to a place where you're feeling relaxed, even when you're under the most amount of pressure that you can imagine. So before a game, maybe that morning before you get to the field or the court, once again, go back over the visualization practice that you did for the night before. Then when you get to the game, there are a couple different ways that you can use this. One is going to be something that I like to call flooding your mind with memories of success. Right before the game starts, you're probably not going to be able to sit down, close your eyes, and perform a complete visualization session. But what you can do is just begin remembering all the past times you've succeeded. It can be recently, it can be in the distant past, whatever, but imagine and bring to the forefront of your mind all the times where you've succeeded and once again feel that success. Another way is to bring that relaxing scene that you visualized for the night before session and visualize that right before the game starts. 
But just like with remembering memories of success, you don't need to close your eyes. This is one where you can just bring this scene into your mind and your body. If you did the night before part right, where you've been visualizing in a safe place like your house, where you can really do a deep visualization practice, then you should be able to just immediately bring that scene into your mind and feel relaxed. For your pregame routine on game day, be sure that you are defining success for yourself, practicing breath work, and then performing visualization. Now for the last two tips that I want to talk to you about, the first one is going to be to arrive early. If you really want to get yourself into the best state mentally before a game, you don't want to feel rushed. I felt rushed before during games, and that that uneasy feeling of being rushed, it then carried with me into the game because I did not give myself the time to relax into the moment. So you want to be sure, if you can, if you have control over it, to arrive early. Arrive early, give yourself time to go through all of your stretching, all of your physical warm-ups, perform breath work while you're doing your stretching, maybe go over some visualization while you're doing your stretching. But that's just going to allow you to really center yourself in that moment and not feel rushed. The second tip is really just going to kind of springboard off of that. And it's really to focus in on the moment. You really need to do your best to just center yourself in the present moment. Breath work is really good at doing that because when you focus on your breathing, when you do count breathing, you are centering your attention in the present moment. All this is going to do is just place you in the here and now, which frees up your physical talents to perform their best because your mind is not preoccupied with memories of the past and thoughts of the future. So what I recommend you do is take these tools, think about you know what you need to work on before a game. What does your pregame routine need to look like? What kind of mindset do you need to have? Do you want to work on confidence more? Or maybe you need to work on being more relaxed. But they take these tools and craft your own pregame routine. Because a pregame routine is so important at creating a consistent mindset going into every game so that you can then have consistent performances. I hope you enjoyed today's talk on a pregame routine. I think it's so important to craft your own pregame routine because it allows you to get in the proper mindset going into every single game. And that consistency of your mindset is going to lead to consistent performances. I hope you enjoyed today's talk. And if you have any questions on a pregame routine or any other sports psychology topic, please feel free to email me at elistraw at successstartwithin.com. Thank you for listening, and I wish you the best of success in all that you do. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.